During this presentation, we are going to talk about how the law of karma influences and determines in a great matter the human being during his life and afterlife. We will touch a little bit about reincarnation and we will add if karma can be transcended. We will also uh, see at the end of the presentation if there are something that can be useful for us today. Hello and welcome wherever you are in the world. Today we share the introductory presentation to our latest public talk. Every month, we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly webinars on Zoom. For more information about our events, follow the links in the written description below. We hope that our podcast will provide you with food for thought, inspiration for new questions, and impulses in your research for new answers. Karma is a word that is a Sanskrit term that we also use in the Western civilization to describe the incessant movement of action and reaction, cause and effect, that comes from the periodic manifestation of life in the whole creation. Manifestation that is created, impulse, and transcended by the divine spirit, by the divine thinking. The stars, the planets that form galaxies with all the entities that live in these planets, including their suns and their moons, are part of what is manifested. This manifestation functions in periods of activities and rest. Indeed, there are periods of activities and rest. And for example, in Hindu cosmology, these periods are called Mambantaras as the periods of activity and Pralayas as the periods of rest. These periods of activities and rest provoke a great movement, a cause and effect and in all manifestation, and that what we can call karma. Let us continue by mentioning what karma is not. In its relationship with cause and effect and action and reaction, karma is not a reward or a punishment. Neither is a code of human justice as a result of the culture or the result of an inalterable divine law, which applies justice according to our personal concepts of what is good and what is evil. Karma is the universal balance that is maintained in the incommensurable domains all the way to the microscopic universes whether if we are aware of it or not. Karma, it is a balance that can reconstruct and can correct the human being. The spiritual school of the Golden Rosy Cross based its vision on the integration of all, 
The school puts humanity as a wave of life immersed with the rest of the creature and form of energy in the infinite plan of the whole creation. For that reason, we take into account that many human reactions were created in very ancient period of manifestation. Due to this and its influences, certain types of microcosmic beings act in a different manners to these influences and provoke different reactions in the continuous movement we mentioned earlier. For those who are here with us for the first time, it will be good that we define a little bit what we call as microcosm. We call microcosm to the old entity that is the human being. We consider the human beings as a minutus mundus, and we will get deeper into microcosm structure later during the presentation. How all of this related to the afterlife? Well, a manifestation has a central idea, has a central driving mechanism. This allows the manifestation to go in and out of activity, meaning resting or acting. When a part of a creation interrupts the flow of this central force, light, aviation, then a restorative plan is put in place to achieve the balance that is lost. The reason humanity has an afterlife is because we experience physical death. And we have a physical death because our dual consciousness focuses only on the dimension of polarities. Therefore, the divine all give a humanity a chance to return the balance of life. When we do not accomplish that goal, another chance is given to us as microcosm. First, the microcosm is emptied of the last occupant and a new occupant in the microcosm has the chance to accomplish the promised opportunity of getting out of the endless periodical cycles. The human being as microcosm manifests itself as a dual personality. We would like to clarify also that we use the word personality here in a different way of psychological uh, meaning. We use a personality word as a vehicle of manifestation of the human being. The physical entity that we are is the vehicle, is the instrument of manifestation of the microcosm. And this vehicle, vehicle of manifestation has the following structure. Four bodies, which is the material body that we can see with our eyes, the vital or etheric body, the astral body, which is all the energies of our emotions, inclinations, feelings, um, in a still in development, a mental body, which is our mental faculty, and three centers of consciousness.
the center of the personality, there is the spirit spark, by which the human being can develop a spiritual autonomy, transcending the duality of the consciousness that we mentioned. The human being in its structure has a firmament which contains energy points with a certain force and luminosity with a whole accumulation of experiences of past life. We call this firmament lipiga or aural being. Lipiga, it is also a Sanskrit term from the word lip, which literally means to write. In each lipica of every individual is written every thought, speech, desire, and volition this person had during his whole system. The ego who lives in this system has its own consciousness. This I, of which we are explaining its structure, is the instrument of manifestation of the microcosm through which this microcosm acts and expresses itself as we already mentioned. It possesses a divine and a creative element, the spirit spark, and also it possesses a consciousness focusing only to the dimension of polarities. One of the phenomenon this duality has caused is what we know as death. Usually, many think that when the heart stops beating, the person totally dies. Since he or she won't wake up, he or she won't exist anymore. Other people think that after the well-known event called death, the human will have an assistant in heaven or in hell, depending on how his behavior was during his life and everything stops right there. Some other people believe that such a person will come back to life as another person for future experiences according to his or her karma. The way the spiritual school of the Golden Rose Cross see this is that death is divided in two phases. In the first phase is when the being in the microcosm detaches itself from the material body that has used to manifest in this world. That means that the link between the subtle and denser aspects of the personality are completely broken. The material body becomes inert because the etheric or vital body detaches from it. This moment, that we could call transition required peace and tranquility. It also requires around certain time to the transition become effective. The ignorance of this phase results in burials and cremations in a hurry, not allowing the transition to occur in a peaceful manner. When the transition finally happens, that does not mean that this being doesn't exist anymore. The energies 
of emotions and thoughts during life do not finish with the death of the physical body. The astral and the mental bodies still exist, with some parts of the etheric bubble is consciousness and the lipica. These subtle bodies also perish as well as the consciousness later. The perishing of these aspects is the second phase of death. So that way, the personality, the vehicle experiments and escalated volatilization. First dies the physical body, later dies the rest of the etheric body followed by the astral body, then the mental body, and then the consciousness. The soul volatiles but do not perish completely. It is important to mention again that during this dissolution, the living experiences are stored in the firmament of the lipica of the microcosm or aural being. As well as the human being, everything inside the creature also has a lipica. As we mentioned at the beginning, these lipicas are impressed by every event that happens to everyone and everything in this existence. It is the book of life and it contains what everything and everybody was, is, and will be. This is written in what many call Akasha or the Akashi files, the Lord of Fate or Lord of Karma, the Archivist Angels, etc. Whatever name you call it, it means it collaborate with the deceased human during his dissolution in the following way. Because it is written in the Lipica everything that happened during the last existence and the others before, the law of attraction on the yonder side of the microcosm joined with all the other beings with similar vibration and frequency according to acts, socks, and desires. And the dissolution of those take place remaining the experiences in the Libica as magnetic points. At this point, the microcosm begins to prepare a new vehicle for the return to the field of manifestation through which it will be reborn and it will manifest again. Is the microcosm, microcosm the one who reincarnates and will be born again, not consciously remembering everything they were reviewed and prepared. So the evolving progress will happen as a result through self-reflection and transformation of consciousness. So it can receive the spiritual radiation. To finish, we would like to emphasize a few aspects we touched. Karma is not a reward or punishment. Karma is a universal balance that reconstructs and corrects human beings. We recognize human beings as a microcosm. Human beings experience this since their consciousness is mainly oriented to the dimension of polarities. We also spoke about 
behind all manifestation, there is a driving idea. And when this driving idea is broken, a restorative plan needs to take place. The afterlife is part of that balance that takes place to give humanity another chance to reconstruct and integrate to the whole creation. When the human being is born, he possesses a karmic inheritance from his chosen relative and from his microcosmic inheritance. It is clear from the explanation before that every scene is impressed in the memory of the world to which we have been assigned according to our evolution and experiences as a microcosmic wave of life in the creation into the divine plan. The human being has the possibility of getting out of the endless periodic cycles. After all of this, how can knowing all this information be helpful? How can this be useful in the present to us? Well, friends, the reality is that to focus on what can happen or not in the afterlife, it is not as important as focusing on what we can do now in the present when we really can influence and determine everything. When a human being through self-knowledge focuses in the spiritual essence that they possess within and applies a spiritual liberating process during the manifestation of life, meaning when we dedicate all our life to neutralize all attachment, when we orient our souls to transform the duality within in a unity with the spirit and in that way apply love, then we have an integration with all and everything. Then, and just then, karma can be transcended. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.